0: Hello, and welcome to Episode 7 of Unpacking Articles within Unpacking Language Pedagogy. The article we're going to unpack today is called The Effects of Explicit Instruction on Written Accent Mark Usage in Basic and Intermediate Spanish Heritage Language Courses. And I think you will find a lot of food for thought in this episode, even if you don't teach heritage speakers of Spanish. Essentially, what this article is trying to address is the question of How helpful is spelling instruction? Does teaching accent rules explicitly lead to an increase in accuracy? Does it have the effect we think it does? Or perhaps does it have any side effects we don't really want? First, let's talk a little bit about heritage speakers. Very broadly speaking, we can say that Spanish heritage speakers are those who learn Spanish at home since birth, mainly orally. Sometimes along with English, but in other cases, they may have had exposure only to Spanish at home. And their schooling tends to be primarily in English here in the US. As a result, they tend to feel more comfortable when it comes to listening and speaking. And out of the four skills, writing tends to be the one they feel the least confident about. It's not uncommon for Spanish heritage speakers to tell you that they struggle with spelling and accent marks especially notice that i keep saying they tend and that is because there is a lot of variations among heritage speakers they're not a homogeneous group the article explains that most spelling errors indeed revolve around accent marks there are other patterns of spelling errors sure but the majority revolve around accent marks and that's precisely what the study is focusing on A previous study by Baudry in 2017 showed some positive effects for explicit instruction on accent rules, and this was a six-week, fairly controlled study. So what the authors of this article want to know is if the same holds true in the reality of a classroom, not a six-week, very controlled study. The participants were 163 college students, some were in first semester, others were in second semester Spanish, and they were enrolled in Spanish as a heritage language courses. So these were courses specifically designed for Spanish heritage speakers. The treatment groups consisted of explicit instruction versus no explicit instruction. The explicit instruction came from the textbook and also This explicit instruction group got points taken off for spelling errors. On the other hand, the non-explicit instruction group did not cover those sections of the textbook and there was no discussion of accent placement. They did not get points taken off either. And based on what the authors report, the instructor told the students not to worry about it whenever a student had a question about accent placement. All of the students, everyone, all 163 of them, had to do two dictation exercises. They did one the very first day and one the very last day of the semester. And the researchers also looked at the open ended answers on the exams that the students took as part of the course. So what did they find? First, the no explicit instruction group produced more words on average than the explicit instruction group. In other words, the students that received this explicit instruction and also had points taken off for spelling errors ended up writing less. Perhaps they were more careful about what they were writing and they didn't want to take as many risks with the language because if they kept on writing and they were missing some accents, they knew they were going to lose points. Okay, did explicit instruction lead to more accuracy? That's what we all want to know. Well, the percentage of errors of missing accents for first semester students was pretty high overall. And even though the authors say that this explicit instruction had an effect, to me, the difference between the two groups is really not very big. Everybody still had a lot of missing accents, something that the authors consider to be negligible, but to me is quite telling is the percentage of errors related to overgeneralization. That means that when students wrote, they wrote additional accents on words that didn't need accents. In the explicit instruction group, they had much higher rates of overgeneralization than the non-explicit instruction group. And the reason why I think this is very telling is because it echoes what we see in other studies in terms of grammar instruction, where explicit instruction leads to overusing that rule or overusing that language feature. And so my concern is, are we seeing a reduction in missing accents, mainly because the students are overusing them? If that's the case, then, we can question whether we are truly increasing accuracy or not. That was the overall percentage of errors, including the dictations and the exams. But let's look at the differences from dictation one to dictation two, because that's the most controlled production. And that's where we could perhaps see a clearer effect of explicit instruction. Now, the authors did not look at dictation one to dictation two for everybody. Instead, what they did is they looked at a purposeful sample. That's what they call it. And these were handpicked by the researchers. They picked four students that they considered to be low performance, six considered to be mid performance, and four that they considered to be high performance. And yes, this to me is a bit of a red flag. I would have preferred to look at everybody from dictation 1 to dictation 2, and I think we all tend to get a little nervous or skeptical when researchers start hand picking samples that they will then evaluate. Why not consider everybody? And then that way, we sort of remove any potential bias when selecting these samples, but okay, Even accepting those limitations, what did they find? Well, for first semester students, we see that they went from 59% missing accents to 23%. So that's a big reduction from dictation 1 to dictation 2. Whereas the no explicit instruction group actually went up. So we can see a clear effect for explicit instruction. But again, part of what I wonder is this overgeneralization. I have to ask once again, are we seeing this reduction in missing accents because the students started adding accents to everything? Now, the other thing I would like to point out is that there was a task effect. That means that depending on the task that they were completing, students performed differently. And in this case, explicit instruction had a clear effect on the dictation tasks, very controlled, but not so much on the open-ended answers of the exams, where the students were probably focusing much more on conveying meaning. So let's talk about some of the limitations of the study and one of them is something that I already mentioned they handpicked samples, that purposeful sample. Not only am I nervous that they handpicked them, but also the numbers ended up being very, very small. And the other limitation has to do with the fact that they included all of the students in the first and second semester courses. But some of those students had a fairly solid knowledge of accents from the outset. And so I wonder, should they have been included too? When I think about other SLA research with a pretest, posttest model, it is not uncommon for samples with a high pretest score to be excluded. And that's because we want to see if we're having any effect on students who do not previously know this. Now, I do think it's interesting to look at those students who come to our courses already knowing accent rules or accent placement, and then we can see perhaps if instruction has any kind of effect at all, possibly a negative effect. That would be very interesting too. I'm just wondering if they should have been included with everybody else. I would have separated them so that we could see if explicit instruction has an effect on students who do not know, accent placement rules versus those who seem to have a pretty good command of accent placement. So the bottom line of this study for me is that explicit instruction may have a limited effect in improving accuracy. And the reason why I say that is because the effects in this particular case seem to be limited to a very controlled task, like a dictation, where students have that extra time to be looking at form what the language looks like without paying too much attention to meaning, but in the open-ended exam responses where students were focused much more on conveying meaning, that effect was not there. And In addition to perhaps having a limited effect, it may also come at a cost. We saw two possible side effects of explicit instruction in this study. The first one is that students may feel a little bit more inhibited in how much they write or how many risks they take with language. And the second one is that they might start overusing accents. Of course, we only know this from a one-semester study. Perhaps this effect of overusing accents gets reduced over time. We don't know that. But within one semester and in this particular study, it seems like some of the side effects are indeed writing less and overusing accents. And I'd like to close with a quote from the article because it gives us a lot of food for thought about our priorities. It says, if one of the principal goals of basic and intermediate level heritage courses is to encourage learners to express themselves in written modes," and develop thoughts on paper, explicit spelling instruction might prove counterproductive for some. I don't think that is something exclusive to heritage courses. I think that is also applicable to all language courses. And that is a good reminder to always go back to what our goals are and how we prioritize those goals. Accuracy might indeed be one of your goals, but I guess the question is, what is the trade-off? And the takeaway for me is beware of shortcuts. These explicit rules are shortcuts, or we think they are shortcuts, but sometimes their effects are short-lived or very limited, and sometimes they might actually be taking us farther away from our goals. That's just my take on it. As usual, I encourage you to read the original and draw your own conclusions. Thank you for tuning in and until next time!